Welcome to the Four Listeners Program. Welcome aboard, everybody. Thanks for joining us out again this week. What up? I'm Spear. On the mics with me this week, we have the mighty Ganthor. What's up, Ganthor? Yo, how you doing, buddy? I'm all right. How are you? Uh, car problems. Car problems? Yeah. That's interesting. We'll get into that in just a second. Uh, not joining us this week is the Z-Man. Uh, Z-Man, two weeks straight. Couldn't do the show. Should we fire him? I'm beginning to question his commitment. I think we need some listener feedback. It's a good idea, Gantor. So if you're out there and you're saying that you miss you missed the Z-Man or you don't miss the Z-Man, you know, why don't you go ahead and post it? We'll we'll take we'll take an informal poll there, Gantor. What do you think? Yeah, you know what? I bet you we get four uh, four responses uh, from our four listeners. Well, we'll one of them's going to be Adam. He's probably going to try. And, he's going to figure out a way to do it four times. Well, at least he'll get you know he'll vote for his brother and that'll be all right. Uh, some housekeeping. Uh, so. We are going to get fired up again, the four listeners fantasy football league. We had a pretty successful league with it last year, I thought, Gantor, wouldn't you say? Uh, no, because I didn't win, oh, and I hate fantasy football now, so I'm out. It's funny, no, I was I, the one that hated fantasy football last year, and I, and I got into it. Because you were probably winning. No, I lo- I didn't even make the playoffs, at least you made the playoffs. Still. I, Dude, we're going to do it again. We're going to do it again, I think we had, we had, what, like 10 or 12 people last year? Uh, we had some we had some folks that uh, listened to the show. We had some guests, and we had us, obviously. Uh, we had one of our former guests, uh, Q, walk away with the title, coming from behind. Right there was the uh, there was the guy Farves Crocs who was in first place pretty much all season, destroying the competition. Yeah, what a dick. And uh, Q beat him. Q beat him in the uh, in the very last week. So we're gonna do that again. It was exciting last year. We had a good time. If you're interested. Let us know. Post on the Facebook page. We'll uh, we'll get you involved. Also, Ganthor, uh, we're coming up on show one zero zero, the uh, century mark. Show one hundred. What are we going to do? Well, that's the thing. So, if you're interested in giving us some ideas out there, listeners, why don't you go ahead and post on the Facebook page? Let us know. Uh, I have a couple of ideas. I'm, I'm cooking cooking behind the scenes there. I'm thinking we have uh, intern do some boob shots for us. I'm thinking probably not. No? Nope. Nope. Those are my boobs, and I'm going to keep those under wraps, if you don't mind. All right. All right. This week... Yeah, I will. This week, something must be done about buying a car. Gantor, what do we got about buying a car? Well, I told you I had car problems, so... So tell, tell, me, thinking, about, tell me about the car problems, big guy. Well, I, I do pretty much all the maintenance myself, which means mainly I change my own oil. So this most recent time... My car told me it was time to change the oil. I couldn't get the drain plug out, which uh, completely sucks because now it's all fucked up and rounded off, and basically it's not going anywhere. So it it's actually sitting in the parking lot of a shop waiting for a guy to look at it in the morning to see if he can weld a nut onto the plug so I can put a wrench on it and try and get this goddamn thing off. Otherwise, I can't change my oil. So you can't change your oil, your car's going to die eventually. So I'm like, maybe I should trade it in. But, not, not you know, aside idea. from feeling bad for the next poor bastard who would buy the car and be stuck with that problem that the dealer wouldn't tell him about, I remembered how shitty the uh, the whole car buying process is. And I couldn't be more reminded of that fact than with all these goddamn Chevy commercials and Toyota commercials during the Olympics. Have you seen the Chevy one with the uh, the, the no-haggle pricing? No, I haven't. And I haven't the, been watching uh, much of the Olympics, which is a topic I assure you we will be returning to. But I haven't. Uh, I haven't watched too much of it. So they they got this thing where it's like 
price you see on the car is the price you pay. And I'm just thinking to myself, I've I've seen Chevy dealers. I know the type of salesmen that work at Chevy dealers. They're the stereotypical, at least I think they are, the stereotypical sleazy, greasy, sell their mama's souls to the devil type of people. Hair slicked back with a tweed jacket and yeah. a porn star mustache. Yeah, you think they're going to sell you a car for some sticker price that corporate Chevrolet has, has set? No, they're going to try and fuck you in the ass, right? Yeah, there'll be some there'll be some upsell that they'll have for some yeah, package. small fine print where it's you got to buy the blue car on Tuesday, and uh, it can't be the 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 mid teens of the month and this and that, and it can't be automatic and shit. You know what? They they just make shit up, right? Right. Because that's what they do. So the interesting thing that that you're talking about there is the you know buying buying the car for whatever's whatever's there on the sticker. Right, that's that sticker is always jacked up. Absolutely, ridiculously jacked up, especially in the internet age. You think people haven't heard of Edmunds or KBB or that American Express car buying thing? Any of these sites, people have heard of this shit. It's like I know it costs you twelve thousand dollars less than the sticker price to actually buy that car and put it on your lot. And that's not even including the dealer holdback. So go fuck yourself if you think I'm going to pay anywhere near that. Right, and then no. and then they'll try to give you some. Th- then they'll try to give you like the uh, the deal where they'll say, well, you know, I can give you five hundred dollars below the sticker price. If you fall for that bullshit, then then you deserve to get you deserve to get screwed. Yeah, yeah, that because you're. I mean, you're basically enabling their behavior, right? Right. So. The the solution is obvious. You know, the franchises need to go. The manufacturer needs to be able to sell cars, which they're prohibited from doing in just about every state because of the dealer franchise lobbies. That's also the thing that, that makes it so most in most states dealerships can't be open on Sundays, which you would think would be a perfect fucking day to go look for a car. Right. Oh, I'm thinking of buying a new minivan. Let's see how it fits with our kids. Let's go during the day. Oh, wait, I have to take a day off work from that and pull them out of school to go look at the car because they've got sports on Saturday, and I don't feel like driving over to the dealership at 7 o'clock at night. You know what? I want to go to the website. I want to pick the car, all the options, all the features, put my price in, see all their bullshit fees and taxes and whatever else they add on, and click yes or no, submit it, and then have them say yes or no. And then if they say yes, I come in, give them the check, take my car, and I'm done. Yep. The the best the best car buying experience I ever had was when I was still working for a very large technology corporation. They had this awesome deal with Nissan, and you went onto the Nissan website, you you did exactly what you just described, where you picked the make and model of the car and the option package that you wanted, and they they kicked you out of price. Yep. And you printed something out with what that price was, you brought it to the dealership and you was like, I want this car for this price. And that's what happened. Yeah, I worked at a place that had that too. I was always leery of it. And there's American Express has a program like that too where you can do the same thing. I just don't trust it because I don't trust the dealerships and the salespeople. Well, in this case, it wasn't coming from American Express. It was coming from Nissan. Right. Yeah. No, I get that. But like I said, it's, the dealerships are all independently owned and operated, so... Yeah, they honored this. I mean, it was it was great. Yeah. They, I'm I, not wa- doubting you. I'm just saying I was I would be I would I was leery of it. Well, I could tell you I could tell you from experience that worked out great. I mean, that's a car I still have to this day. I mean, that car that car is an absolute fucking rock star. 
I will cry when I have to bring when I have to bring that car back in and trade it in for something else. Pussy. Hey man, that car and me have been through an awful lot together. You know? Did you ever did you ever drive a get car? Laid in it. I get laid in it. Um I'm not saying. The um the That's a yes. The interesting thing yeah, did you ever drive a car so long that Was it the back seat? Not I'm not talking about this. Did you ever drive a car so long that you just kind of developed this like symbiotic relationship with it? I've done that with all my cars. It's weird, right? No, it's perfectly natural to me. So, See, I, I actually personify my vehicles, which you, is why I felt really bad, and I still feel bad about the vehicle that I sold. You personified your vehicles? What What do you mean by that? Just like I, I treat them as if they're people. Like, I miss it. I feel bad. I wonder if it's dead, if somebody's treating it well. You know, I wonder where it is. What's it doing right now? Did you ever give it a name? No, that's gay. <laughs> so wait. So you, you, you I don't s- mean that in a negative manner. I just mean the only people I know who have named cars have been gay people. So I, I named my car. Well, what does that tell you? I, I don't know. What does it tell me, Ganthor? Cause... Yeah. No, I'm totally not. Well, you're ruining my, uh, my case history here. Well, then there you go. <laughs> so naming your car is not gay. It's predominantly gay. Predominantly gay. Fair enough. What'd you name your car, Lenny? Um, what did I name Lance. my car? Like Esmeralda or some shit, some shit like that. My first car, my first oh. car was an '85 Ford Bronco too. I named it Elwood. That fits, even though I hate Dan Aykroyd. Was Dan Aykroyd Elwood or was that Dan Aykroyd was Elwood? Yeah. I hate Dan Aykroyd. Fuck Dan Aykroyd. Why fuck Dan Aykroyd? First off, he's Canadian. Yeah, that's Second a topic. Off, that's a topic we should we should return to at some point. Oh yeah. He was on some late night show telling this story about, you know, his time at Saturday Night Live and how somebody had something done something so ridiculous and outlandish and, you know, unbelievably classless and what it ended up being was somebody had spray painted a few bad words on the inside of an elevator shaft. That was it? That was it. That was the most heinous thing he ever experienced at Saturday Night Live? Pretty much. That can't possibly be. He hung out that with John Belushi. The, that was the story he told. Impossible. Uh, you know you know how guests do that, right? I'm hoping he was just fucking with the host then. He's not he's not good enough to do that. Dude, he was hanging out with Bill Murray and Dan at Bill Murray and uh and John Belushi. There's no way. No way that spray painting spray painting an elevator shaft was the worst, most crazy, most heinous thing that ever happened. Dan Aykroyd is to Jim Belushi and uh, who's the other guy? Bill Murray as Shaggy is to Daphne, Velma, and Fred. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't give him Scrappy. I hate Scrappy so much. <laughs> Actually, that's not bad enough. Shaggy is too good for Dan Aykroyd. I'm trying to think. I need an analogy. Dan. I can, I can see Dan Aykroyd breaking out a zoinks. Yeah, yeah. I know there's a better analogy. I'm thinking it's gonna it's gonna come to me. All right, work that out. Dan Aykroyd is to John Belushi and Bill Murray as the Washington Generals are to the Harlem Globetrotters. I would say I would say Dan Aykroyd is to John Belushi and. Bill Murray as Aquaman is to <laughs> Superman and Batman. <laughs> you could have quali- quantified or qualified that with any superhero other than Green Lantern, and it would have worked. Well, that's all part of the Super Friends. So, well, yeah, Aquaman. What a dumbass fucking superhero. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like they're gonna do this whole Justice League movie, and it's gonna be like, 
you know, Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman, and then there's going to be fucking Aquaman. What the hell is he going to do? They can't, are they really going to use Aquaman? They're not going to come. They're not going to use somebody else. No, they're going to use Aquaman. He's one of the just. He's one of the Justice League. I know that, but all the the creative fuck upping that Hollywood does with movies and adaptations, they can't drop Aquaman and swap him out for the Flash or um, crap. Who else? Green Lantern or. Green Lantern's fucking stupid. Well, I mean, that's what we're talking about, right? No, but I'm just saying. I'm saying what I'm saying is Hollywood changes stuff all the time, right? So why can't they get rid of Aquaman? Because he's going to be a complete jackass of a character. Well, who are your choices when when you start talking about Justice League? It's so I'm limited to the DC universe. There's hardly anybody because the DC universe sucks. I said it. I'm a Marvel guy. I. The the initial Justice League lineup was Superman, Batman, Aquaman, Flash, Green Lantern, Martian Manhunter, and Wonder Woman. Was, uh, Justice League needed to be two of those assholes, Superman or Batman. And then they and then they folded in uh, Green Arrow and Hawkman, eventually. See, see, DC Universe sucks. Admit it. I'm not arguing. I mean, I, I love I love I love me some Batman. Don't get me wrong. Hey Batman. See, I love me some Batman, but the superheroes are more compelling on the uh, Marvel on side. the Marvel side. I'll give you that much. I'll give you that much. Wait, where the fuck? We should just do the show on comic books now. At this point, mm-hmm. yeah, who knows where it'll end up? <laughs> fuck Dan Aykroyd. I blame him <laughs> for this whole fucking tangent. Yeah. Well, let's get back to the card thing. What, what do we think? Hap- what do we think needs to get done about uh, about car dealers? Franchises need to get taken out back and shot. Car manufacturers need to sell direct on the internet. So let's do let's do the the four listeners car dealer. The four listeners car company. We'd want to sell direct, right? Yep, absolutely. And we wouldn't franchise so much as we no nope. as we sold direct. We would sell online. You, you would do it. You would do it like you would buy a uh, like you would buy a, a custom built computer. Like you go to Dell or right. something along those lines. No, fuck the Apple. Apple, all right. I don't like talking about Apple, but that's okay. Why not? What do you got against that? Well, I don't like getting into the whole Apple fanboy thing because people get fanatical about that well, shit. Well, that's because you bought a fucking droid and wouldn't switch to iPhone, even though it came out on Verizon, which is your one criteria for not getting the iPhone. Right, and then I got into the Android platform, and I I like it and I enjoy it, and now I'm now I'm I'm all about Android. And you said the same thing about taking it up the ass too. Did I? When right. did I say that? I don't know. I said that I'm all sure about taking it up the ass. Like that. I said this. I said that I, I said them all about taking it all up the ass. Yeah, once you tried it, probably. No, no, I never said that. I I'm never trying said to salvage my theory from earlier. No, I'm afraid that your theory is not going to work, sir. <laughs> Fine, whatever. You you build it online, like your favorite computer manufacturer. Right, and then and then we either, you know, you put a deposit down. It gets built. We quote you a price. Uh, well, no, I'm assuming after all that happens, we give you the price, and you you just you add it to your cart, and you check out, or you don't. And then all you have to do is show up at the show up at the lot with proof of insurance and blah blah blah. And the check, or see, I'm not. I guess you'd have to you'd have to do it that way. You'd have to like when you did the checkout, you'd have to either apply for financing directly, apply for financing, and schedule an appointment for your trade-in evaluation, which is easy enough to do because you can do a credit check online. Right, or you transfer the money electronically. Right, 
So whatever. So the payment problems, you know, not a big deal, right? Hell, you can use PayPal. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Nah, that was a shill post right there, dude. Hmm. Fucking shill. I'm not a shill. That was a total shill. No, it wasn't. Oh, totally. No. Anyway, so once you once you've purchased the car, it gets built, and then it gets delivered to one of our regional distribution centers. And then there you go. And then yeah. you come, you you get your uh, you, you get, come with your you, paperwork. You get your your demonstration or explanation or whatever you need to know. There you go. That that is truly no hassle. Hassle free car buying. Yeah. That's the way you, you know, gotta do it. Keep people with some dick face trying to scan the shit out of you. Yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah. That's the way you do it, brother. Yeah. Four listeners' house is celebrity consulting. It's now getting into the uh, automotive industry. Four listeners' house of celebrity consulting. <sighs> yeah, you know it. Next time we do a podcast together, I'm gonna delete that. You can't delete it. I will delete you it. You can't. Why not? Cause, I, cause I got the, I do the editing. You can't delete it. I would get on your computer and delete it. You can't get on my computer. I would find a way. Nope. Podcast Central is locked down, motherfucker. I know. I'm pretty sure I could guess your password. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure I could. I don't think so. We'll see about that. Now, what did we learn? That Dan Aykroyd is a dick. Ah, <laughs> uh, true. Uh, I learned that the Four Listeners House of Celebrity Consulting has a bulletproof way to come up with hassle-free car shopping. I think we should do this, Ganthor. I think there's a business plan in this someplace. Dude, we would probably be murdered by the uh, dealer franchises mob style. Mob style. Yeah. Yeah, I also learned that we go off on crazy tangents. That's not new knowledge. No, but I'm probably going to keep that that crazy ass tangent oh right so now our listeners will learn that we go off on crazy tangent there okay that makes sense then. I'm gonna keep the, I'm gonna keep that whole tangent in there alright yeah go for it uh, so if you like crazy tangents why don't you go ahead and post them on the Facebook page facebook.com slash four listeners or four listeners.com check us out on Stitcher Radio or on iTunes just search for four listeners and we'll pop right on up or you can point your podcatcher at feeds.feedburner.com slash four listeners. We thank you for checking us out this week, and we hope that you will check us out again next week. Thanks a bunch, everybody. Maybe you can drive my car.